the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Breaking free from debt. First time investing. Retirement planning and so much more. We are the Biz 1440 KYCR Golden Valley. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Former President Bush at this hour is addressing a crowd in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, on the 20th anniversary of the September 11th terrorist attacks, talking about the 40 victims who died on Flight 93 as a result of the Islamic terrorist attacks carried out exactly 20 years ago. Today, there were other ceremonies as well, including one at the 9-11 Memorial in New York City. The Biden administration gave its first public look inside a U.S. military base housing Afghans airlifted out of Afghanistan. That came amid questions about how the government is caring for the refugees and vetting them as they try to enter the country. The three-hour tour of Fort Bliss Army Base in El Paso, Texas, was the first time the media has been granted broad access to one of the eight military installations where the evacuees are being screened. This is SRN News. I should have done it sooner. That's a comment heard often from satisfied patients at INeedMoreHair.com. Dennis Prager here. If you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss, go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what they're doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free and the results are amazing. You'll be under the care of some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in the country. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including notable Hollywood personalities, a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. Their technique is so advanced that their results are guaranteed in writing and their prices are the best in the business. If you have hair loss, don't put this off another day. Contact INeedMoreHair.com at their office in Egan for your free consultation. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Today is the day to get a permanent solution to your hair loss at INeedMoreHair.com. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today, or wherever our country needs us tomorrow, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for each other, for our nation, for us all, the few, the proud, the Marines. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. Is it his time? Yes! 
Where's your hat? Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. It's the King Banyan Show, your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. Oh, God, that's all I need. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Let's go while we're young. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. Welcome back, King Bing Show, The Biz 1440. Thank you for listening today. Some years ago, four, five, six years ago, my longtime doctor retired. I loved that doctor. He's still with us. I love him still, uh, even though he's not my doctor anymore. And one of the things I loved about him was was his understanding of my being an economist, and he would talk to me in terms of trade-offs. And so when he told me he was retiring and he said, said, I can give you some advice on who you might choose as your next doctor, okay, after I got done crying and clinging to his ankles, um, I, um, I, I, you know, I said, well, at least find me someone that can also talk in terms of trade-offs. I mention this because our, our guest here today in this hour of the King Banyan Show is uh, Dr. Kendrick Johnson, who... Uh, had this very wonderful article. Uh, he is uh, he uh, provides direct primary care through a company called Arc Family Health Direct Primary Care. Uh, he's located in Arizona. Um, had a great piece in Real Clear Health about about I think really talking about some of these ideas that 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 I had as well. So I'm I'm eager to talk to him. So welcome and good morning, Dr. Johnson. Good morning to you. Thanks for that kind introduction. I pre- I appreciate you very much. I really enjoyed the article that uh, that you wrote back in July. We'll put the li- we put a link up to it earlier this morning on our on our Twitter feed uh, using our hashtag pound KBRS. Um, and you talk about the black box of healthcare, and you start it with a trade off story. I would like you to sort of because I've been talking about trade offs in the last hour. Um, I'd like you to sort of re- retell that story about, uh, about your patient uh, with uh, sepsis. Sure. And, and, uh, and there were many patients, there are still many patients who are treated for sepsis, which is just a term for an infection that affects your whole system, that uh, that need powerful antibiotics because we don't really know what the what the bacteria is, but we know we need to fight it quickly, and so we give them some powerful antibiotics. One of them being vancomycin, and vancomycin is uh, is the kind of drug that most people ask for without really considering all the consequences. Um, because it is really good at killing bacteria, certain types of bacteria that other drugs don't kill, but it is also very harmful to the kidneys. It potentially can ruin your kidneys completely. But we do it every day in the emergency room because of the trade-offs that you mentioned, because we weigh the risks and the benefits. And in this certain situation where somebody is likely to die without the drug, but has a chance of having harmful effects with the drug, we choose to give them a drug that, that can have some serious harmful harmful side effects. 
and there is a there's a subset of that group that probably would have been fine without the drug, but ends up having real damage from the drug. But we we consider that an acceptable risk because if we don't give it, we're going to lose way more patients than if we do. So so let me stop you there for a second because you. You use the word we in that. We give it to you because we have this view that the, that it's good. Who's the we in that in that sentence? Well, you know, in the moment, it's it's my me as a doctor um, and making the decision. But but as a whole, you know, we have reviewed the the uh, medical science, and and we there being. Um, you know, medical scientists have gone through and, and weighed these risks in certain situations and then passed down guidelines that help us to to uh, weigh the risks in the emergency room because, you know, every one doctor can't can't uh, figure out all of these risks on their own. We, we depend on medical scientists as a group to, to bring us um, these statistics and help us make these decisions. Okay, so so in this in this case, the we was uh, sort of the received wisdom from the medical community or the medical science community, um, and sort of differentiating between those that might work in laboratories and those who are actually like you working with individual patients. And I think right. I think my I think the thing I'm taking away from your your article, uh, which which really kind of struck home with me is sort of where that boundary is between the we and the me, right? Between the decisions that, or the, the, the information that I receive from the medical community, medical science community, and the point which I think you're trying to make, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, so if I've gotten it wrong, correct me, please. <laughs> but the, the, uh, the me being the, you, you, the doctor, and that patient making that decision at a at that very micro level with the two of you and maybe the spouse or the, the daughter or son, if it's an elderly patient that has some, get some extra help uh, with their care, um, that, that conversation. And, I, and so I guess what I want to tease out from you a little bit is where that we, me divide is and how, 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 we, how does a doctor like you navigate that? Yeah, so historically, I think medicine has has done really poorly with with this uh, this offering options and weighing the uh, weighing the potential risks on each side, and and myself included. You know, when when we're in an emergency situation, uh, you know, there there are times then that I have failed to even consult the patient about whether or not they want this. A uh, very dangerous drug. Um, I just say, you know, give that person vancomycin, and um, and many times uh, those people aren't even in a state to to make a decision themselves. But um, but what you're saying about uh, shared decision making is is what needs to happen. We need to uh, we need to make sure that physicians are able to. Uh, weigh out the risks or give the, the patient some ability to weigh out the risks and benefits of each of these decisions. And, and the article is about the fact that we, 
in the same sense, need to uh, educate people about the risks and benefits of intervening in the healthcare system. Just like in the human body, it's a it's a very complex system, and every time we give one of these chemicals, we are causing unintended downstream effects. And likewise, in the healthcare system, it's very complex. And every time we try and tweak something by adding a new law that changes the way things work, we're also going to cause unintended downstream effects. That's that's exactly what you just did. My last hour of the show in about, <laughs> in about sixty seconds. That's that's great, Doctor Johnson. I really appreciate that because this is this is the this is sort of the, you know I, I was using this phrase uh, with somebody who was kind of engaging a conversation with me on Twitter this morning, and I rely on uh, a, a, a famous book, uh, essay by, excuse me, it's not the whole book, uh, an essay by uh, Frederick Bastiat, uh, a 19th century French economist, um, called That Which Is Seen and That Which Is Not Seen, okay? I mean, you give per- people, I hope I pronounced it right, vancomycin, it stops the sepsis. And I I've, I've, have family members that have had sepsis, and it's scary as... It's scary as heck, and you just in the moment you just you want it cured because the doctor's telling you, you know what if I don't treat this person for that sepsis, there's a significant chance that this person won't survive, and so you're like, do whatever you can, do whatever you can, and your job I think is to guide them through. Well, here are the here are options, and let me set aside and forgive me for forgive me I don't want to filibuster you here, but. I'll set aside the emergency room where the person's come in from a traffic accident and is unresponsive and and there's no family member in the room. There's no one to talk to. You just have to do the best you can. So we're going to set that. We're going to set that example aside and say, yes, of course, that there are times where the doctor has to treat without consultation. Uh, that's why they have to get a license. They're relying on the best, the best medical advice that they're aware of at the time. Set that all aside. Okay. We, we, we recognize those things happen. Okay, but in a case where there is the ability to have that conversation, um, I, 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 I do. I, I sort of want to. Wor- I sort of want to work through with you how that works, and I'm going to get at it when we get to the, the next segment of the of the show. I want to work through how it is that you are trying to do that with what you do now, because you say you've completely changed how you do that. But how? If I just for now, if I'm a patient and I have a traditional relationship with my doctor, what are some keys I could use to get that kind of conversation with him or her? There, there's just a few questions that should be asked and, and are going to be very difficult for your doctor to answer in many cases, but I believe they should be asked anyway. And that is, can you tell me? what the odds are that this is going to hurt me and in what ways? And can you tell me what the odds are that this is going to help me and to what extent? And if you can ask those two questions to a doctor, uh, it's going to really make them think because most of the time they won't be able to answer those questions very well, um, but they should be able to. And the more we ask them, then the more physicians like myself will be will be forced to try and understand some of these trade-offs. Yeah, I, 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 that, that's great. I'll tell you what, let's take a break there. When we come back, one of the things I want to ask you about is that conversation as it relates to uh, 
the COVID vaccines. Because I, I want to share with uh, you and with our listeners uh, results of some survey work that was just done here on our campus up here in St. Cloud. Uh, we're talking with Dr. Kendrick Johnson. Uh, we'll be back right after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. How do you define strength? Is it physical? Or is it mental? Maybe it's both. Maybe it's whatever empowers a person to dig deeper, fight harder, and overcome obstacles that once seemed insurmountable. Discover how much stronger and more confident your children can be. Encourage them to participate in a sport when they go to high school. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway that right there approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many americans find such wonderful pain relief if you have back pain shoulder neck hip knee or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older you must order the three-week quick start now discount it to only 1995 to see if it will work for you too i think it could give your body what it needs to heal itself go to relieffactor.com call 800-500-8384 relieffactor.com Hi, John Wichko here, owner of Advantage Auto Glass. I'd like to talk local, Minnesota local. I was born and raised right here in Rosemont and have spent my entire life in Minnesota. I'm proud that we're a local family-owned company. It really frosts me when national glass companies based in other states and owned by a foreign conglomerate try to say they're local. Advantage Auto Glass has been local, Minnesota local for over 20 years. We'll replace your windshield with only the highest quality parts and adhesives and we'll fix your chipped or cracked windshield right the first time. Advantage Auto Glass has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, and we're a preferred shop for all major insurance companies. If you call your agent or claims line first, make sure to tell them you want to work with Advantage Auto Glass, your real local, Minnesota local installer, and no one else. Or you can schedule your appointment on our website at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. That's ReplaceMyWindshield.com. Brighten someone's day with a free e-card from the largest online Christian greeting card site, CrossCards.com. There's one for every occasion, birthdays, holidays, or just to let someone know you care. CrossCards.com is a division of Salem Media Group. I don't need no doctor because I know what's in me. Welcome back, King Baggage Show, the Biz 1440. Sean, you're cracking me up with that music choice. Uh, 651-289-4477. Right now we're visiting with uh, Dr. 
Kendrick Johnson of uh, Arc Family Health Direct Primary Care. I'm going to talk to him about his uh, about his own practice here in a moment. But I I teased this segment with Dr. Johnson uh, by saying I might ask about this uh, about COVID, the the COVID piece. I I. I wanted to make two points about this. First of all, your questions you you said a, a good consumer of healthcare should should ask, right? Uh, let's repeat those again. How is it that this treatment will help me, and how might how is it that this treatment might hurt me? I think I got those right, did I? Yeah, and I would I would ask about the probabilities. What is the probability that this will help me, and to what extent, and and what is the probability it will hurt me and in what ways yeah yeah i i I agree with that and i it's interesting because i i had this happen with someone who actually didn't survive the uh, treatment uh but i i've only had one surgeon in in my time who's actually been willing to talk to me in terms of percentages is that true generally i mean i i i somehow think that the percentage numbers get used in public health all the time. My goodness, we're just polluted with them right now. But but um, in this particular case, it, people were sort of surprised that we were talking in terms of, of numbers like that. How common is that in, a, in, in the medical profession? It's very uncommon at this point. And one of the reasons why is because we don't have the numbers. Um, for, for as many of the questions, the, the numbers are not available at all. And for most of the other questions, the physician just doesn't know the numbers. So, so I, I, I was, I, by the way, I, there's many of these questions I, I can't answer on the spot and, and have to have to do some research to be able to answer them. Yeah, it's one of the things I tell all of our, our uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm dean of a school up here in public affairs at, at, in St. Cloud, uh, Dr. Johnson, and one of the things I tell tell our faculty and students is the three most powerful words in education is I don't know. Um, and and I, say, I, I tell the faculty, you gain a lot of credibility with your students when you say, you know, when they ask you a question, you say, I don't know the answer to that. I'm going to go read and I'll come back with an answer for you next time. Uh, and then do the best you can to find the answer. Um, and, uh, you know, so I, I appreciate that. And I appreciate your, your, your own modesty. And I, I, I think I would trust more the doctor who is modest in understanding that. And luckily I've had now two doctors, the, the one I found after the one that retired, I've been equally pleased with. I think he's, I think he's quite good. Uh, but um, uh, yeah, I do. I feel, I, I feel very comfortable. So I asked those questions when I went to get, when I went to get the, get vaccinated. Um, uh, I first wrote to, wrote to him and he, he couldn't get me in in time. So I actually went to a pharmacy to get, to get vaccinated and I did, and I went quickly. Part of it was I just really felt I needed to do it because I wanted the opportunity to go see my mom, who was sick at the time, and we didn't expect her to survive. She, in fact, did not, and I did not actually get to see her in, before before mm-hmm. she passed. But it, but nonetheless, I was weighing those cost benefits in a way that were impacted by my desire to see my mother in a way that no doctor really could know. Right. Um, right. You know, and so and so, you know, it's sort of like, well, for me, the cost benefit analysis is not that hard to do. But you write in your article, uh, Dr. Johnson, you write um, there's a systemic problem with health care. Prices are increasing without providing increasing value. 
There are plenty of examples how to fix this correctly, but like doctors in the ER, politicians often pull out the big guns to fix problems because voters like seeing them make these big gestures. We planned this talk, we planned for you to come on the show two weeks ago. I certainly didn't expect we'd be talking about this, but I would say this this week is a very appropriate time to talk about this because President Biden pulled out what I think might be one of the biggest guns in terms of trying to mandate vaccines for a broad swath of American citizens. Um, what is your, I mean, I'm interested in what your, I have a view about this, but I'm interested in your view. Uh, what is your view on, on, on the mandate? Well, I, I have two separate uh, categories of thought about, about this. One is, is, is it moral to, uh, force somebody to put a chemical into their body and, um, you know, at threat of losing their employment or, or other means of taking care of themselves. And, uh, and my feeling about that is that is not moral. Uh, that is, uh, there's divine reasons not to take away somebody's liberty in that sense. The, the second question is, will this be effective in the long term of helping our society? And I, I don't know the answer to that. I, I, would, I would guess that uh, in the long run, there is going to be uh, a lot of unintended consequences for uh, this kind of action where people lose trust in public health um, and, and lose trust in medical science because of the way it's being forced upon them. Um, and so... My guess is that in that sense also um, it will not be a beneficial thing to do for a country. But, again, I, I don't really know how to – there's a lot of math involved <laughs> and a lot of guesses involved. Sure there are. And whether or not, yeah. whether or not that's going to be a long-term plus or minus. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And, I, and, I, and my specialty is not health economics. I'm a monetary economist. Uh, so so I'm kind of treading, I'm treading in waters that are unfamiliar to me as well. But one thing I think I can, I can I, I, to go to the point you were making before, what you, do you have the incentive to have that conversation with your doctor when it turns out it doesn't matter? You're, just, you're, you're mandated to get the shot and maybe you've got mouths to feed and you just say, I really don't have a choice anymore. I have to get the shot because I have to have this job so that I can feed my family. Um, it, it interrupts those conversations. Uh, I hope, and this is more of an opinion, you certainly can react to it, I hope that people will continue to have the conversation with their doctor about what the vaccine does for them, the benefits, which I think are immense. I, my my cost-benefit analysis, I read it in like, you really should get the shot. But it's not my job to tell you what to do. My job is only to say, hey, look at what I read. What do you think? That, at that point, I have to step away and let you make that decision for yourself. And, and my job is similar in that sense, even though I, I, I am directly, you know, my, my job is directly to give advice about this type of, of um, uh, question about whether or not you should put a chemical in your body. And I give uh, the same advice that, that you're recommending. To me, the, the evidence is, is both ample and, uh, and clear and well done. Um, the, uh, and, and I hope, as, as you mentioned, that, uh, that the way that, that this decision is being uh, either forced upon us or, um, or uh, pushed on us in other ways 
will not uh, further cloud people's uh, understanding of whether or not it is beneficial. Because in my mind, that's a totally separate question. Is uh, will this is this more likely to help or hurt? Um, and then the other question is, are the methods using to get it out there appropriate? And I say yes to the first question and no to the second. <laughs> So how I mean so we did a survey and I mentioned this in the tease for this segment we did a survey of our uh, of our students faculty and staff here at St. Cloud State and the survey was we pushed it out to all of our students and so there's some selection bias in who responded and I I certainly recognized those as did the the survey uh, directors who who ran it uh, and they tried to sort of capture it but one thing that came out from that survey that I thought was interesting is of those who are currently not taking not receiving the vaccine, the number one reason cited were either short-term or long-term side effects. Isn't it the case that that would be in your in your frame of of how does this help me? How does this hurt me? And what are the probabilities? Isn't that the conversation that that is? Isn't that conversation with the doctor the thing you're trying to promote the most? Absolutely, and um, it is. It is a, a conversation that should be uh, should be guided by evidence and with somebody who has at least uh, a little more ability to to review that evidence with you. Yeah, and I, I, my my view, and I guess this I guess this is my opinion about about the mandate is simply it 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 removes agency from uh, from citizens and and. I, I'm not sure I would have used the word moral uh, in the way, although I, I'm, I'm sympathetic to their argument. But my my point is simply you're destroying the production of information and intelligence in humans to be able to be in control of their own bodies and to actually understand and 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 earn their own esteem. Because if, if you allow people to go through this decision-making process in this case where – the evidence is pretty clear, in my mind at least. Um, I think the evidence is is is, is persuasive. Um, if you can do it here, when you've got the when you've got that uh, spouse or child in the emergency room, you feel like you have a little more confidence in your ability to make those decisions too. Yeah, and the reason I use moral uh, is because you know you you may be aware as an economist of of reasons not to take away people's agency that I am not aware of, but uh, but in in my mind the the number one reason not to wait, not to take away people's agency is because uh, God says that's not a good idea, and right. <laughs> so that, that's that's yeah. why I that's why I use the word moral. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm with you on that. I, I try to keep my economist hat on as much as I can. I mean, I keep, let me, let, we haven't talked about what you do. So, so tell people about your, your practice and how it is that you're bringing these kinds of things of taking medicine out of the black box. How are you, how are you doing that with, in, your, in your practice? Well, in, in our practice, we have removed some of the major... Uh, middlemen between us and the patient, mainly the insurance company. So when uh, you come in to see us, uh, you pay a monthly membership that gives you access to your physician, uh, and you have essentially 24-7 access uh, with unlimited visits and no co-pays, uh, no surprise bills, uh, no added costs for procedures and things like that. And, um, and that... Uh, that membership 
is, in my mind, all about incentives. We want to shift the incentives away from uh, avoiding the doctor, which many people do when they don't know what the cost is going to be. And we also want to change the doctor's incentives. You know, the doctors have been incentivized to see as many people as possible with, uh, I was going to say without regard to the outcomes, but actually the doctor is actually incentivized to have poor outcomes in the current system. And uh, in this membership is a way to shift those incentives where a doctor is financially incentivized to keep people well. And, and that's, that's our job in direct primary care is to, we get paid to keep people well as opposed to just uh, to, to cover up Band-Aids when they're sick. Yeah, and you mentioned in your in, in your article in uh, Real Clear Health uh, the fact that the insurance companies have an incentive for just the opposite because they because they're capped in how much money they can earn on a dollar of treatment. Um, your goal is then to make it up on volume and and basically give more treatments, which incentivizes not wellness but illness. Yeah, and that is in my mind, one of the easiest examples to understand of, of government using a, a simple fix for a complex problem. Uh, government saw that insurance companies were making a lot of money, and that, that bothered them because the healthcare system was costing the country so much money. So they said, well, if we're going to keep uh, costs down, we need to, we need to keep the insurance companies from getting so much profit. So they said, we're going to cap the profit the insurance companies can make, and that way they'll keep costs down. Well, what they didn't, what they didn't think of was that the insurance companies have some ability to affect the total size of the pie. So if you're going to give them 20% piece of the pie, the only way they can make more money is to grow the total size of the pie. And that's exactly what's happened is healthcare as a whole has gotten more and more expensive. And the insurance companies are posting record profits for their little 20% of the pie that we limited them to. Yeah, that's a remarkable thing. Doctor, I wish I could keep you longer. Uh, it, it's been really a pleasure. I can tell you, uh, 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 Sean, I, I'm going to give Sean away here. Um uh, who's been listening to you and is like, gosh, you know, I'd love this guy to be my doctor. You, you, I think you impressed a lot of people. It's it, My only regret is you're, you're, you're halfway across the country from us up here in Minnesota, but we really have enjoyed <laughs> speaking with you today. Um, my pleasure. As, yeah, thank you so much, uh, Dr. Kendrick Johnson of, uh, of, from uh, ARC uh, Family Health Direct Primary Care. Thank you so much, and we'll be back after this. You are listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage NMLS ID 128231 Equal Housing Lender. Not licensed in all states including New York. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. As everyone knows, home values have skyrocketed. Chances are your home has gained a ton of equity. Why not use your home's equity to upgrade your house? How about a new pool in your backyard or a new kitchen? Turn your home's equity into cash with a cash-out refinance loan from Cash Call Mortgage. 
If your mortgage interest rate doesn't start with a 2, we may be able to lower your mortgage rate and get you cash. See just how low our rates are at CashCallMortgage.com. Get started on upgrading your house with a cash-out refi from Cash Call Mortgage. For a free quote to see if you qualify, go to CashCallMortgage.com or call us today. Call 800-931-6651. That's 800-931-6651. 800-931-6651. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-884-9018. 800-884-9018. That's 800-884-9018. Hey, this is Isaiah with the Kingdom Builders Roofing. A few weeks ago, I was reading Psalm 67. It reads, May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face shine upon us. I'm sure that most of us have heard that verse many times before. However, this time it hit me differently. I realized that we often stop reading at the end of the first verse and go about our day seeking God's blessings. But I started to wonder, why is the psalmist asking God to bless him? As I kept reading, the very next verse gave me the answer, that your way may be known on earth, your saving power among all nations. We were never designed to enjoy God's blessing, provision, and salvation without also spreading his glory. If you have any questions or comments about this or other scripture, you can reach me at Isaiah at thekingdombuilders.com. That's Isaiah at thekingdombuilders.com. Or feel free to call our office at 612 612- 900-9166. Well, we took a little longer with him than I thought we would, but uh, Dr. Kendrick Johnson, boy, that was a blast. Um, um, you'll be hearing that in a best of... <laughs> You might be listening to it as a best of right now, uh, but we'll be playing that one. We'll be playing that one a few times because that's really valuable. And I, I, I want to echo uh, some of what was said. I had not really planned to do very much on this. And I said at the top of the show in the last hour, which, of course, you can listen to on TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Go to the podcast. If you missed hour one of this show, you don't have to. You can go listen to it at your leisure. Uh, just join our VAP club and uh, grab the grab the podcast. You will love, you will not just for this show, but for all the shows that we produce here on the Biz fourteen forty um, TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. I, I as I said at the top of the show, I tend to want to stay out of some areas that that I don't know a whole lot about, and I have felt pretty strongly about not doing so as regards 
as regards uh, uh, co- uh, the COVID uh, and the vaccines generally, particularly when it comes to efficacy or something like that? I mean, I'm reading articles, you're reading articles, we're all looking at things, and there's there's a lot of people giving information out there. But there are places where an economist can sort of make a, a small point. One of them is the difference between a macro intervention, such as the vaccine mandate, in that micro-intervention of the doctor and the patient. And the fact that the macro-intervention might cause the micro-intervention to go, might, might interrupt that micro-intervention. I have no problem. I have, no, there is no issue in my mind with the use of incentives to get people to change the calculus in the direction of becoming vaccinated. Um, There was a recent article by Bob Lighton from Harvard uh, suggesting a payment of $1,000 per vaccination. Backdated to the the beginning of 2021. So if you got your shot in January or you get your shot now, we're sending you a check for $1,000. Why not? We sent you checks for twelve hundred. We sent you a check for six hundred. Let's do it one more time, but this time let's 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 stick a needle on it. You don't have to get the shot. What a vaccine mandate does has a number of unintended consequences, and this is the part where an economist might have something to say. I don't like the draft. I don't like the draft, the military draft. I do like a volunteer army in the argument that was made by Milton Friedman all the way back in the 1960s was that a a volunteer army then allows people to make the choice whether or not to join and, and accept the risk therein. A check attached or I don't particularly object to Delta Airlines telling their unvaccinated workers we're going to charge you an extra $200 a month for your health insurance if you have not been if you've not been vaccinated which actually incentive incentivize one fifth of their workforce to change, to get the vaccine within a month as i noted uh, during the interview most of the, what i hear there are some people there are a group of people who just say I'm not getting the vaccine and I'm not open to any information to change my mind. Just not going to do it. Now, not all of those people are, you know, MAGA hat wearing uh, uh, lovers of of a particular former president. Um, many of them, and I know a few, who have said, I'd rather take all the precautions I need to take rather than get a needle put in my arm because I'm just afraid of needles. I'm like, really? So you're letting your, your, you know, but then I have to sort of check myself and say, well, that is your choice. Well, I guess, I, you know, but I might say, well, you're afraid of needles, right? Yeah. Well, here's a thousand dollars if you'll put this needle. If you'll take this needle, there's a thousand dollars attached to it. You still have the agency. But in the survey that we did, a larger share of our, of our unvaccinated students and staff uh, are 
and it's up on the uh, SCSU Survey Research Center's website. You can read the survey. A larger percentage of them said they did not want the vaccine because they were concerned about side effects still. This survey was taken before the Pfizer vaccine was generally authorized for for people ages 12 and up. Um, how, but, um, but suffice to say, side effects were the leading reason. Now, maybe some of those people said side effects and like, and also said, yeah, but even if you tell me about the side effects, I'm just not going to do it. But people said they're not going to do it. They're not open to information about that. There's probably not a whole lot of it. In other words, I believe there is a group, maybe more than two-thirds of the unvaccinated, that are in one way or another persuadable. Well, persuasion respects the, the self. It's that agency that Dr. Kendrick and I talked about. And so that is an aspect of this that I think is important. The other aspect that I want to point out is how darn difficult it is to take the option of saying, because we're told in many cases, we're told, well, you can test. The option is if you don't get the vaccine, you have to test on a regular basis. But the tests are expensive. You have to go someplace to get it done. There was, there was clamoring when, when the state of Minnesota, for whom I work, said vaccine or weekly test. Um, currently, the, 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 the testing requirement is on hold, subject to some conversations that are happening uh, in, within government. Um, but one of the things I heard was how from, from workers was, those who had been vaccinated was, well, you know, those people who have to go test, they get to go, they get to go on company time. They have to go some other place get the test and come back it's like why couldn't we do it another way why couldn't we instead have the test come to them well that's because the licensing by fda of test kits has pointed out in a piece i tweeted this morning from sean lincecum uh, from scott lincecum excuse me um uh from who who uh who is uh, who wrote this uh for the dispatch website the the ability of people to um, um, the ability of people to get the test is hampered by the fact that the FDA has been extremely slow and very restrictive in authorizing the tests. In most countries, you can get a test kit for the equivalent of about seventy-five to eighty cents. It's available in a store. Here in the United States, if you if you go to the if you go to the checkout counter at your pharmacy, there's probably either an end cap or a separate created stand, usually made out of cardboard, that would have testing kits in them that do rapid tests, which is all you really need. All I need to know is you're not you're you're not going to infect somebody at my workplace today. Okay? Um, that's what the kit can do for you. They should be out there. They should be cheap. They should be ubiquitous, right? I've had physicals given to me on campus. I've had someone travel here. Why wouldn't I be able to, why can't I get a, a kit and bring it to work in the morning, every Monday morning, 
and, and show that I tested negative and I can work this week. That has been inhibited by the same folks who are now demanding that instead you have to vaccine or test. They've made the test extraordinarily difficult to acquire. It's, it's absurd in my mind. So when people say vax, and I encourage you to read the Lincecum article because as you read it, your, your blood pressure will rise because you'll say to yourself, so we could have kits, we could have, we could have a kit that we could test ourselves every Monday morning. We could test before I go see grandma. I could test before I go to church. I could test, you know, I can test, 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 test. I mean, I had a friend who, who went, a friend, he and he and his girlfriend went to that mega concert at Target Field with Green Day and uh, a couple other bands. Uh, uh, you know, I forget what they called this thing, but maybe maybe Sean remembers what they called this. They were on some tour, and they got very nervous about the fact that there were lots of unmasked people around them. Now, regardless of what I think about whether or not they really should have been nervous about that, they were nervous, and I have to respect that. She went to get tested the next day, but then she had to wait 24 to 36 hours for the test result. And it's like, that's absurd. You should have been able to get the test. Um, it should have been able to go get the test, know the results in 15 minutes, and been reassured that when you went to work, you were not getting your, your, your co-worker sick, or when you went to church, you weren't getting your, your, fellow, uh, your fellow parishioners sick or wherever it was you were going to go. That would have been so much better than this. And it wasn't. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to The King Banning Show on The Biz 1440. The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. We're in this together, and we will get through this together. The vaccines are tested effective and needed. Welcome to the clinic. Which arm? Get your COVID-19 vaccine so we can do this. And this. And this. We are now boarding flight. Together again, because we got through it together. This message sponsored by the Helmsley Charitable Trust, aired with the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and the station. One listener that stands out that I worked with was this older couple that was interested in refinancing. They reached out to a few different lenders. And, you know, their credit wasn't the best. I know some of these other bigger banks, you just won't hear back from them, which I cannot stand. Not everybody has the 780 credit scores. And just because you don't qualify at one time doesn't mean that you'll never qualify. I'll walk you through what you have to do, whether it's two, three, six months from now. Back to that older couple, we worked with them for months and months to improve their credit. And we were able to get the loan done. We were saving them hundreds each month, thousands of dollars a year, finally got themselves into a situation financially that they can handle and they could start saving money each month for retirement. End of the day, they just could not be happier, which just put a huge smile on my face. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Middle Park, Grove, Middle New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to Animalist Consumer Access. Delaware Corporate Animalist Number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Need new windows but don't want to sit through long, high-pressure sales calls? I get it. What if I told you you could get competitive quotes from three contractors after one short meeting with me on any window brand? And it's all free. 
Visit my three quotes online. That's my three quotes. Hey there. Remember me? I'm Tasha with Forever Cleaning. Here to ask, aren't you tired of cleaning your office? Did you know that when you do it yourself, you are taking precious time away from doing all the things you really enjoy? Like spending time with the family or spending the day doing absolutely nothing at all. Or better yet, taking advantage of that fishing license you keep buying every year but never seem to find the time to use. Imagine this. You getting your hooks wet, catching some dinner, and leaving the cleaning to us. Forever Cleaning aims to provide top quality service that includes trash removal, break room bathroom disinfecting, dusting, mopping, and more. So what are you waiting for? Call us today at 763-807-9817 to schedule your walkthrough or visit forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. And if you mention this ad, you'll receive 15% off your first three months of service. So remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, the Biz 1440. Final segment on this uh, weekend of uh, Patriots Day, 9-11. 20th anniversary, in fact, of 9-11. And I don't really, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, there isn't a lot I can offer you to, except to say that once 9-11 happened, Lots of things changed in ways that that you almost have to form an alternative history to think about the nature of those changes. Um, and I just isolated on this one example of what happened to Lower Manhattan after that. Um, I'm not looking to get into arguments about whether or not the vaccines are wise or not. Again, for I, I am quite independent, I, quite independent of, of, of everything else that I've said. I am most interested in making sure that people get to have a conversation with their doctor, because that's what I've relied upon. Right, the reason I like talking to uh, Dr. Johnson uh, uh, this morning is that what he's promoting is that micro piece, which is there's a doctor out there that cares about you, and you and you can go to that doctor and get some information, and you can make your own decision, and I love that. I like I, I, I like I say even within a system where. Within a system, I'm not going to give you the entire structure of the St. Cloud economy, but we have we have basically one gigantic medical system that covers this region, and a little a few little small practices that one by one, and I think in part due to Obamacare, have been swallowed up by the the big system. There are fewer and fewer independent places to go to, um, uh, and so there there is. There is uh, a real 
difference out there. And I know people, and I I, I see I see the comments on on in my Twitter feed. I thank you for them. I'm I'm not making an argument this in one direction or another. The only argument I'm trying to have is is that it, about a mandate is whenever we interrupt that individual connection. I oppose minimum wage laws because they interrupt the individual connection between an employer and employee. I don't like them. I don't like vaccine mandates because they interrupt that conversation between a doctor and, and his or her patient. I don't like them. And it's that's the principle that I have in place there. Is But again, go back to where I started. There are trade-offs all the way down. Are there places where you should interrupt that? Places where you have to interrupt that? Of course there are. Of course there are. I don't sense that 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 private conversation though is being respected by people who are engaged in it. And, and I'm not I'm not trying to change the mind of anybody who sort of said I'm just not doing it. I'm just not interested in that. I'm not trying to change the mind. What I want is I want that person to go out and get the best information possible to make that decision. And then I leave it. I leave it to that person. I leave it to their doctor. I leave it. And I, you know, I leave it in their hands. Um, I'm perfectly fine with that. But the amount of misinformation that's out there is just, is really troubling. Uh, and that's, a, but that's an entirely different conversation. Hey, thank you for listening today. I really appreciate having the conversation with you and the engagement on Twitter. We'll be back in a, in a week or two with another episode of the King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Meet Tim. Hey, what's up? He's the person you hired for your digital marketing strategy. And when he's done battling aliens on his PS5 in his parents' basement, I'm sure he'll get right to work. Now, meet the team at Salem Surround. What's up? Over 200 digital media strategists with all the current digital tools, resources, and training bringing your business the real results you need. These are the people who are passionate about your marketing success and will work 24-7 to deliver customers to you and your business. So, Tim. Yes, level 12. I'm going to be here all night. Or the team at Salem Surround. Why trust your digital marketing to one person when you can hire a whole team? Nationwide exposure, experience, and expertise. Let our team of experts focus on your digital marketing strategy so you can focus on your business. It's an easy decision. To learn more about Salem Surround, call 651-289-4418. 651-289-4418. Sightseeing in Ferris, at the Mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in Minnesota knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love. If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? 
Minnesota needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com. Searching for ways to strengthen your daily walk? Visit crosswalk.com. From devotionals to Christian living topics, movie reviews to marriage and financial articles, and so much more, the intersection of faith and life, crosswalk.com. The division of Salem Media Group. Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.